Hey, Impact High School students, Pastor Andy here. Uh, this is normally when I would be telling you, hey, we're going to keep going in our Acts series. This is the chapter that we're on, blah, blah, blah. Um, but guys, some, God just really put something on my heart this morning uh, that I need to share with you. So I'm calling an audible. We're taking a quick break from uh, the book of Acts. I expect that we'll be back to it next week unless God keeps doing funky stuff. Uh, but today we are going to be looking at something a little different. Um, but don't worry, uh, we will still have questions that are going to be posted underneath the video so you can check those out. Uh, a little way to dive deeper with friends, by yourself, with some of your life group members, anything you want. Um, but those videos, those questions will be posted underneath the video. Uh, guys, I woke up this morning and I I've been thinking a lot for myself about like how I really need to just be more intentional about my time with God. You know, I spend regular time with God, but how I need to be more just intentional about it and take it seriously. And so I woke up this morning extra early and I got up and I went and kind of do the place that Cora and I have set aside for our, sort of our spiritual time to just be alone with God. And I opened up my Bible. I had, I had sent some verses to, to one of you guys actually the night before out of Philippians. And so I, you know, I was like, you know, what? I'm, I'm going to read in Philippians today. And, and I prayed and I was like, God, would you Holy Spirit, would you speak to me? Like, would you just open up this word? Would you make it come alive? Would you, would you just blow my mind with it? And I gave myself 30 minutes. I was like, it's the book of Philippians. It's like all of three pages long. I can handle, you know, I can pump through this a couple times, whatever. Um, and then for 40 minutes, I didn't make it past the second verse. I mean, like, God just brought alive verses 1 and 2 of the book of Philippians for me. And so I want to share with you guys a little bit of what I saw and just encourage you in that and say, hey, you know, spend some time with God and ask Him to make Scripture come alive for you too. So first, uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul is writing uh, the book of Philippians, which is a letter to the church in Philippi. It's this church that, quite frankly, is crushing it. A lot of the letters that Paul writes to churches, he says, hey, you guys are messing up. Uh, but to the church in Philippians, you know, to the church in Philippi, the Philippians, uh, he says, man, I love you guys. You're awesome. You're exciting. But he writes in this encouragement, but he starts the letter off like this. It says in verse 1, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. So right away, the very first thing that we see as Paul opens up this letter to the Philippian church is he gives them their identification. Paul and Timothy. Okay, like that's who's talking. This is, it's our name. You know, it's Paul who's writing, but Timothy is probably transcribing with him. And so it's Paul and Timothy that are chilling there. And he says, like, that's who we are. But then immediately, the first thing he really says to them is their identity. It says, servants of Christ Jesus. And, and even more so, if you look at that word, at that passage, and, and what it really means, that servant's verse could better be translated like bond servant or slave. And so he says that we are, our identity is in our master. Our identity is in Jesus Christ. And the reality is Paul could have gone with any other number of identities. He could have, you know, Paul and Timothy, uh, God's chosen people, the Jews, like, you know, like people who, who are loved first by God and who, you know, received, received Jesus as the Messiah first. Or, or they could have talked about even their, their gender, you know, like men who are leading in, in the church or, or whatever. They could have talked about their role. You know, leaders of the church and, 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 you know, preachers for the name of Jesus, like whatever. They could have talked about so many things. But the first thing they did is they made their identity about the person of Jesus Christ and about the fact that they were his. The first thing that they do is they tell the church in Philippi who they are and whose they are. 
That's the very first thing that they open up with here. Um, and then they go on, and like the, we're literally not even to the second comma yet. So second comma happens, and it says, To all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi. So the second thing. He starts with, okay, identification, Paul and Timothy, but identity, servants of Christ Jesus. This is what we are. This is who we are. And then it goes straight to the second thing that they do is call the church by their identities. They say, hey, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, to all of the people who are also in Christ Jesus the way we are, they say, hey, here's our identity as servants of Christ Jesus. And guys, this is your identity too. They call attention to the fact that the identity of these people is first in whose they are. It's the fact that they are in Christ Jesus, that they are brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and when they could have chosen a different identity, they could have, you know, to our friends in Philippi, to, to our, our family in Philippi, to the people that we love in Philippi, to, to all of these different things. Like, they could have talked about all of these different identities. But the primary identity that they prioritize for themselves and for the people that they're writing to is their identity in Jesus. It's their identity in Christ. It's, okay, we are gods. We're writing to you. You are also in Him. We want you to know that. And then it goes on. And I mean, like, guys, we're literally, we've barely made it through verse 1 at this point. We're on to verse 2 now. And they say, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So they start by saying who they are and whose they are, their identity. And then they, they go on to say who they, who the people that they're writing to belong to. They say, here's your identity. And then the, the third thing that they do is they call attention to the impact of their right identities. Say, guys, when our identity is right, when we recognize first and foremost that we are in Jesus, that there's nothing in this world that can define us in a different way, there's nothing in this world that can define us in a more impactful and powerful and important way, the results are grace and peace. Is it like, church, your identity is not in, in your, your gender or your sexuality. It's not in your addictions or your struggles. It's not in your family or your heritage. It's not in your race or your ethnicity or your culture. It's not in any of those things. Those aren't your identity. Your identity is in Jesus. Your identity is in the person of Christ. And when we recognize that, when we own that for ourselves and we pull that in and we acknowledge that first, the results are, are grace and peace to you from God grace and peace from Jesus Christ himself, like being able to sit in that and say like, wow, like I am his, like this world can't shake me. I, I'm, I'm in God's presence. Like he is my everything and I can rest in that and I can, I can live out of grace and peace because of that. And so guys, as I was, as I was reading this this morning, that just stood out to me in a powerful way. I was like, I spent 40 minutes on two verses, and I was just, and I was like excited, like I was kicking my way through. And like, guys, the section title is greeting. Like, we're not even, you know, Thanksgiving and prayer starts verse three. Like, it's not even, we're not even in a real section yet. It's just the greeting. It's just saying hello. But God has so much power for us in His Word. He's got so much value and purpose for us to get out of Scripture. So I just want to encourage you guys with that. Please spend some time with Jesus. Get up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, whenever. Open up your Bible 
stop before you read and ask God, say, God, I want you to speak to me. I want you to make so clear to me what you're doing. I want you to make these words come alive. I want you to speak straight to my heart. I want to receive things from you and be empowered by you. Like, God, would you speak to me in this moment? And then read and study God's word in the belief that he's going to do that, that he's going to speak to you, that he's going to open up scripture in a way that's beyond your ability. Guys, I have read Philippians 1, 1 and 2, like literally probably hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of times. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's one that I have, I mean, I've got, I've got outlines and outlines and underlines and notes and, and all kinds of things all over Philippians. We did a whole series on it this past school year. And never before had those two verses stuck out to me and come alive the way that they did this morning. So guys, take that time. Just, just set it aside. Say, God, I want you to speak to me and pay attention. Maybe the things you, you haven't paid attention to before and let God speak to you uh, because it's way more powerful than anything I could do, anything Ryan could do, anything Pastor Daryl could do. When God speaks through his word, it's more powerful than anything else. Um, as a quick reminder for you guys before we go, we are having another worship night all together outside the warehouse on Sunday night, this Sunday night. So if you're watching this on Sunday, it's today. Uh, and we are super excited to see you guys again. So be on the lookout for details on that. We are pumped to see you guys. And uh, we look forward to hanging out with you. We'll see you guys next week or tonight. <laughs>